0: Welcome to
1: the Doing Cool Things podcast, a career podcast brought to you by the Knowlton Center for Career Exploration. I'm your host, David Snyder. Thank you for joining today's episode. Hey everyone, David here. Thank you for joining today's episode. Uh, today, I'm going to be turning it over to my colleague in the Knowlton Center, Blake Gooch, who is going to be talking to 2016 alum, Clayton Bishop. As always, I appreciate the listen and keep on doing cool things.
0: My name is Blake Gooch for all who don't know me. I'm the Tech Data Science Career Coach. Um, today, we're going to be interviewing one of our alumni and I'm going to give him a chance to introduce himself and I'm going to ask some questions about um, his um his career journey and life after Denison, so go ahead, take it away.
1: Thanks, Blake. I'm Clayton Bishop. I'm class of 2016 from Denison. I am a materials light microscopy specialist at High Tech Instruments, which is just a sales uh, partner and distributor for Zeiss microscopy, based in Germany.
0: So, thank you for um, thank you for coming on today. And um, speaking about your role, um, actually, no, backtrack um so tell us yeah tell us a little bit about your current role and your career path since leaving Denison
1: I started in my current role one week after graduating I remember that was like a frenzied chaotic week like trying to get everything together from like moving all my stuff out of stone to my parents into my new place and so the the few weeks or months after you graduate, are going to be a whirlwind, a tornado, a blizzard, they're going to be craziness. But I started there a week after. And for six years, I worked for another German company, a sales branch under Leica Microsystems, also based in Germany. And then about a year ago, I switched over to their biggest competitor, Zeiss. So for the past seven years, since I graduated, I've been talking to professors, uh, quality factory lab managers, the military, uh, people in the private sector, forensics, you know, like uh, detectives and such, they all buy microscopes. Sometimes they want to see them beforehand. And so I'll bring them in, I'll show them it, they'll buy it. You know, there's like t- 10,000 different kinds that you could configure. And so you got to figure out which one would be best for them. So you put all the little parts together, I build it, they test it out, then they, you know, hopefully buy it so that I can put food on the table. And then when it comes in from Germany, I set it up and I train them on it. And if they have questions on in the future, I uh, I help them out. So basically front to finish microscope guy. People want pictures of small stuff.
0: And one the, um, I didn't realize that like, there's so much, there's like so much that goes into that job. I didn't even realize that was a career option. So it's kind of, um, it's, it's cool that you're able to um do that and you can do so many things with um with microscopes and everything. It's so, wild. So like you, you see them in the back of movies, like Jurassic Park
1: or like any science fiction mm-hmm. movie. Like somebody will look in one really quick and you know they they all look the same in movies, but yeah, there's I rarely sell the same twice.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um oh, and now like this next question that I wanted to ask you is about your um, career exploration as a dentist student. So what did that look like for you as um, just going back to the your beginning of your time here? So what did that career exploration look like?
1: The Denison career exploration back then was nothing like it is now. I'm, I'm so blown away with the infrastructure and pages and staff on hand on the Hill right now. It's so impressive. And I, I wish I had all that, but I didn't have too much uh, in terms of exploration i applied to uh grad school for physics my degree and i applied to like a couple dead-end logistics call center jobs i, I thought they were dead-end at the time like you know call farm hundred calls a day stuff like that
0: and um yeah that's um and i guess yeah that's right like because our career the our current career model is only like a couple years old so you're you're like pre like pre the current system with the career and everything um so even with that um how do you feel like Denison played into your um how do you feel that Denison prepared you for your career? Denison prepared me for my career
1: because it gave me a dose of what's expected right away uh as a physics major you know you still as a first year you take a bunch of classes that uh, fill out the liberal arts education, and so I learned more about the Mexican Revolution than I will the rest of my life in that semester, and it was fascinating stuff. And the first essay I turned in was like a mail in because in high school you could just mail it in and get like a B plus, and I figured that's what I do here. And La Senora gave me a D minus, and she said this argument is terrible. She gave me this, 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 and this, and I'm like, oh, I need to like get my stuff together and like work and like actually work here. And so right away, I knew I was going to be challenged um, just by Denison as a whole. In terms of problem solving, uh, when there's an issue or a problem, there's not a straightforward solution. You need to work on it. And you might be wrong a few times, but you eventually come to the answer. Any physics student knows that you have to turn in all your work. And by year three and year four, that test could just be several um, pages long. I'm just... Work that's not even the answer yet, just showing how you got there, even if you were wrong. And so you got to try every avenue if you want to problem solve. You know, pressure makes diamonds. And in physics specifically, we had an optics course, and the optics helped me with microscopy. In general, I lead. A, a, I give a lot of the credit to where I got to my roommate at the time, Kim Lair, who was offered this job, and he kind of passed it on to me. And my advisor at the time, Dr. Doty, was very blunt with me about going into technical sales, and his bluntness is effective. I mean, he's a great guy.
0: Yeah, it's like there's. Um, I have only been at and for a short period of time. There's a lot of there's a lot of people and resources that are here, and it's important to whether it might be your advisor or. Um, friends, family, use utilize those resources and, and it's very important. And um one of the things I also wanted to ask you about was um how did you decide what type of career um you wanted to pursue right after college? Cause I know you like you meant you mentioned you went through like different types of jobs. So um how did you how did you decide what type of career um, that you wanted to go into? Great
1: question, Blake. Just circling back to that last point, I had applied to grad school just because, I mean, that's just, that's an option. And it's an an option that's clear and evident to you. If you're going to Denison, you're going to get into a lot of grad schools if if you want to do that, get into higher education. But I was solving uh, an equation, just deriving something on the board in Dr. Doty's office one day in like March, 2016. And I was hitting a bunch of dead ends. And the equations weren't coming out too good, but I was explaining it pretty well to him. And I, I think I was selling him on what I was trying to say a little bit, but I couldn't draw it out. And so he said, "You know, this is really tough for you, the, the equations and the math, but you're good at explaining it. Have you ever thought about technical sales? And that was the first time I had ever heard of technical sales. I'm like, if you're a scientist, you just do science stuff. But what about the people who aren't as mathematically gifted? What do they do? Well, there's a step for talkers called, Technical sales, and so he was the first person to tell me about that. I interviewed with a a competing company now called Keyence, who also makes microscopes. And yeah, my roommate had been offered a job with this company. He went on to dental school, and so he passed the opportunity along to me. I interviewed while I was still at Denison. I remember I was playing IM volleyball when I got the call that I got the job, and you know, going from $0 to even a starting salary is like a huge deal,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. right? Like,
1: like you remember like, uh, okay, yeah. I can get Chipotle once every three weeks with the budget <laughs> I have to, um, yes. you know, whatever your starting salary is, it might not even be that high, but it's like, well, I get a weekly payment. Like what? <laughs> that was crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, was the, that was the most mind blowing thing that I'm going to get like at the time, like
0: a $1,000 a week, like, wow, <laughs> what does <is> this do? <laughs> so I got $1,000, now it's got 1000 got some money, what bills, like, now's, a, okay, now I got to pay these bills.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to pay those bills, like, the first time you sign up for utilities, you're like, okay, just doing adult stuff over here, just signing yes. up with, like, Columbus Gas. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs>
1: right, right the first one when like you're just moving in or like you're living with your parents you're like i have a thousand dollars like <laughs> i was in columbus at the time I'm like i'm gonna go to pine house
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> always find that you have to find the balance between doing your doing the of course doing the regular like the the career the job the adult stuff And think you also have to balance that with fun <laughs> So, you do got to
1: balance it with fun, and you know your twenties are a great time to travel. I never went abroad at Denison, but I got to go to Europe about every year so, until COVID happened. Just with the extra funds, and then you know you save some too. That's a whole another conversation about balancing your portfolio, right?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> Studying um, traveling abroad is great. Got to go to Italy once. I definitely want to go back. Oh, um, yourself. Um, I was in. Oh, it was like in the middle, but we hover. actually, we hovered down. So we went down towards the South and then cy- um, cycle back up towards the middle. So that's the best great part, times right? middle and the South. Yeah. We got to go to Pompeii and a, a few other places. Um, Venice, Rome, Florence. That's said, we went in a circle. <laughs> mm-hmm. so, you got a backpack. Just travel. Oh yeah. It was great. Um <laughs> Before I go on the tangent about that one, though, <laughs> it was great. Definitely study, um, definitely go abroad if you can, people. Um, now for your, for your specific role, what skills do you feel like are, necessarily, are necessary to be effective in your role? The most necessary
1: role is being a good listener for the customer or whoever it is you're working for you wanna pick up everything they're saying to you and you can't sweep anything under the bus. You know, at the beginning I would sweep details they'd mentioned to me under the bus if they were hard to find out. You know, we want to be able to write our own uh, programming script for this. I'd be like, ah, we don't really do that. So I'm just gonna ignore it. It's like, no, you gotta find out an answer. You have to hear everything they're saying to you. And then when you give your proposal, them to buy, you parrot a bunch of the details and paraphrase things they said to you. This microscope will do this thing you said to me on May 13th. It'll do this thing you said to me on June 1st. It'll do this task you asked of me on July 10th. Say, hey, I've been listening. And so listening and note-taking, which was really vigorous at Denison, are going to be important in the real world. And because it's microscopes, they'll have a digital camera on them, and so, you know, you have your sample under the microscope and you can see it. And a little rule I made up if you ever go into the optics field is follow the ABCs, always be seeing.
0: So you always have something under there. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. Makes sense. You have to you have to be able to be, yeah, you have to the microscopes are there to view the stuff. So yeah. <laughs> they're there it to all view the sense. stuff. They're it not a makes. they're not a ten thousand dollar paperweight, right? Like look at the stuff. Right. I see, like, in your background, you have, there's a microscope actually in your background, your um, bookcase, that there, so.
1: <laughs> my my, my partner's mom thinks it's the funniest thing in the world when she gets me. That's just a little toy one from Target, but she loves getting me, like, she got me an ornament microscope, or a microscope ornament for Christmas. She, like, will find, like, a shirt, like, on Markdown at, like, Goodwill, and, like, find it, and, like, give it to me. She thinks it's the funniest
0: little thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's like you're able to it's like you're able to tie they make t-shirts for everything now (laughs) it's like this is great (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. yeah you can get a graphic to you with any design on it exactly
0: um i wanted to ask you about so this next question is if you can go back in time um what would you do differently at denison or in your career, so you can approach that question from two different sides. So if you have the ability to time travel, <laughs> would I um, for what, some would you retrospect? Yeah,
1: yeah. At <laughs> Denison, I would have paid more attention to the outside world. Any movie that came out from 2012 to 2016, when I was in school, I just had no recollection of, just because we didn't go to the movies. We had Netflix. We watched How I Met Your Mother, whatever. And so I didn't pay attention to the world, and that's you know more of the brevity. But unless it was a super serious situation, like I remember hearing about the Boston bombing and like Sandy Hook and really serious events in the news like that. But I did not pay attention to world politics. I didn't pay attention to what was going on in the local community or overseas. I was so isolated with what I was doing and focused that I wish I paid more attention to what did Earth experience from 2012 to 2016? Because I didn't feel like I was a big part of it. Um, Let's see, I would have slept a little bit more and taken yoga because now I'm doing yoga a lot and it makes me feel a lot better after my runs and stuff like that. And so I was always just really stiff, I guess, in college. Um, In my professional career, I would have got less speeding tickets. When you're in your like early mid twenties, you speed all the time. So what are these, what are these older people doing in my way? But over the last couple of years, I've realized that's not the way to go. And so avoid speeding and parking tickets if you can. It's an unnecessary couple hundred bucks a year.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And extra fun fact, it saves your, um, it it reduces your, um, your, car insurance, insurance. your car insurance so greatly. If you get one speeding <laughs> ticket a year, it will go from a couple
1: hundred to nearly 2,000. Please, mm-hmm. like, don't speed.
0: <laughs> I said, they're going to get, uh, they're, who whenever students or anybody watch this, they think they're just going to get some career advice. They're going to get some life advice too. So please don't speed. Please, <laughs> save don't save speed. yourself some money.
1: You know, if you're going to do, <laughs> you know, if you're going to do anything wrong, you know, maybe put your blinkers on in like a, a, a loading zone or something like that. Parking tickets way easier to get out of the speeding tickets. Those are going to get you on the car insurance.
0: <laughs> right. Um, but this next question that I have for you is what type of career experiences Were most valuable for you in terms of career development or preparation? At Denison? Um, Whether that might be, yeah. Yeah. Okay.
1: I learned that things are hard and you gotta become harder and you gotta keep going. The Denison's a loving place, but it is challenging. I don't think anyone goes to Denison and wants to coast through it. You wanna be pushed and you wanna be pressured physics students know the soft, the skyscraper problem that you'll get in the winter of sophomore year. It's a test that is take home and it's like a Thursday through a Tuesday. And the, te- the it's just one question and it's about like a skyscraper and like how you need to attenuate it so that it doesn't blow over in the wind. And there's very little information given to you other than like, it's assume it's made of steel And you need to figure out, eventually you come to the, can't give the final answer away, but eventually you come to figuring out what it takes to keep it from moving. And you're given very little information. And it's something that you'll work on like 12 hours a day for five days straight. You'll look into the other physics uh, students' eyes and you can't talk about the test, but you'll see, just see like the exhaustion, the, like being pushed to the brink of like your performance. And then you'll give them a nod and then you'll keep going. That was the hardest academic challenge I faced. And there's a comprehensive exam that physics gives at the beginning of your senior year to make sure you've learned everything. So you'll study all summer and that'll show you the preparation is key. Mm -hmm. And I played football at Denison and staying on fall break while everyone else was going on trips and having fun just reminded me that, you know, sometimes you just got to work through it and camp was always hard you know you sweat like a gallon a day and the, le- the lessons i learned from coach adam and his staff and all my friends on the team that, you know misery loves company and then you get good results and everything's fun you know he was he was like a dad away from home for me while i was on the hill so he was really important and then at the end of my senior year i wrote for the bowl sheet for a semester i was called uh, clayton the old intern and that taught me to loosen up because I had never really done any fun extracurriculars at Denison. And that spring, I don't know if I can advertise this, but we played campus golf. We, we'd hit tennis balls across the, uh, the mall you know, on weekends, but it was quieter.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that was a lot of fun. But don't do it. <laughs> don't do
1: it. <laughs> don't, don't, no. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. You don't want to have this much fun. <laughs> This is
0: great. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my, my final question <laughs> that I want to ask for you, the final question I want to ask for you today is, what, do you, what is the best career advice that you, you can offer at this point in time? If I could give one piece? Yeah, one piece, three, whatever, whatever comes to your mind. What's the best piece of advice you can give?
1: Number one, become irreplaceable at your job. Do your job so well that if you were to leave, the company you're with would have trouble. Make it so they rely on you and they need you. And the inverse of what I said earlier, if you ask for a raise, they're going to see your value and they're going to grant that. So don't just do your job, do your job well. Do it so well that you are needed. At your company. Piece number two would be manager or boss is really important. This is the person you're going to be working with all the time. I've seen people follow their managers. I have been upset when good managers leave. Manager, whoever you report to, it is crucial that they are understanding, empathetic, good listeners. Take your opinion into consideration. Don't overwork you and see you as the individual you are. And the key thing they do is enable you to perform better. And then lastly, if you're having, if you're wondering if the job is right for you, gauge your Sunday scaries. We've all heard that term. See how you feel on Sunday night. Is there a pit in your stomach? Are you like, wow, that was a relaxing weekend. Can't wait to get back to it. Gauge your Sunday scaries.
0: That's the, that's all great advice. Thank you.
1: <laughs> right? Um, like it shouldn't yeah. be Sunday scaries about your job because that's like where you spend one fourth of your time.
0: Yep, I said. Um, and yeah, if you're getting Sunday scaries about that, yeah, that's a sign. <laughs> that's one of those signs for you right there. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, is it, um,
1: but is it? Is it? Is it? You gotta ask. Is it an anxious one, or is it like a, You know, I have a challenge ahead of me. If you have a challenge ahead of you, that's okay. But if it's like, wow, I really don't want to get yelled at tomorrow. I don't want to come in and get berated. You know, ask yourself, are you happy?
0: Mm-hmm. And it, so, like, thank you, thank you for for answering the questions, taking the time out to um, do this to help um, to help um, current students, future students, as well as alumni that might um, get a hold of this uh, video one day. Um, so, really, just um, thank you for taking the time to do this and. Um, yeah, I said. Any other last parting words you want to say the, to the Zoom universe out there?
1: Zoomiverse. Well, Br- Blake, first of all, thank, thank you and Ryan for meeting me at Ohio State. You guys have taken a bunch of physics students to the Semiconductor Chip Day, and that's awesome, the resource you're providing for them. For those who don't know, Blake saw me working on my work computer where I have a big Denison student uh, sticker plastered on it. He's like, you go to Denison? I'm like, how'd you know? I forgot. I had forgotten. He's like, do I give it away? Uh, pardon the <laughs> words, dude. Push yourself. College is fun, but college is supposed to be hard and challenging. And some, you know, someone probably along the way sacrificed a lot for you to be there. So make them proud, even if that person who sacrificed is yourself. Make yourself proud and do as well as you can, Denison and enjoy the springs and the falls because it can get really cold in the winter but like that first weekend of april hits and you're like
0: oh my gosh quad quad (laughs) (laughs) definitely well thanks again and um if you've made it to the end of this video thank you for watching